Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 414, recorded live on May 30th, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who is spending just another Saturday recording, Dave Pillay. Hey, hey. And the man who's spending his sixth wedding anniversary recording, Andy Lowe. Hi. Why are we recording on your anniversary? Because we celebrate our anniversary on Memorial Day weekend, ah, which was last weekend, which is why there was a random topic recap last weekend. I mean, it's still your anniversary, though. Yes, today is the day, but we've already exchanged the gifts. We've already done our anniversary what? dinner. Okay, we've so what gone is to see the tigers? What is the six uh, six Iron. year anniversary? Iron. What did yes. you get each other? Game of Thrones. No. Okay. She got me um, a cast iron griddle. Ooh. And I got her some bookends. Bookends. Yes. Wrought iron bookends. Well, steel actually, but steel is iron and carbon. Yes. So. So what's next year? It's an excellent question. What the heck is next year? <laughs> da, da, da. Copper or wool? Hmm. And since Kate is allergic to wool, copper. <laughs> Okay, then. So you go from iron to copper? Hmm. Well, actually, this year was candy or iron, but yeah. Here, congratulations. I got you a box of chocolates. That's a pretty crappy wedding anniversary gift. So yeah, um, wool or copper. So I'm going to have to find something copper to get her for next year. Or, I mean, there there are still ways because you guys are doing loose interpretations of it, right? Yeah, that is true because last year, no, two years ago was uh, fruit. And it was like a fruit of the month club. No, I got oh. her. I got her an Apple iPod. Ah, because she fruit. got me an orange Camelback. Right. So loose interpretations. Wool is still in the game. Yeah, but she's allergic to wool. But she likes Catan. We already have Catan. Okay. I mean, she also listens to this, so any advice I give you or <laughs> suggestions I make are immediately disqualified. <laughs> Yeah, so it was uh, candy or iron, and both of us were like, candy? No. No? No. But, like, homemade candy? No. It's awesome. No. No? No. I kind of want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond today and get a candy thermometer. Okay. I, I, like, now I want to go make peanut butter brittle or something like that. It's not that hard to make. All right, so this is kind of interesting. So, six is candy or iron, seven is wool or copper, eight is pottery or bronze. Iron, copper, bronze. Yeah. And then nine suddenly goes to willow or pottery. Willow? Like the tree? I'm glancing right now. But then ten goes back to tin and aluminum. Okay, but again, like willow the tree? Yeah. Willow or wicker? Weird. Yeah, that that's an odd one because you, you have all these metals, 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 and then some metal, metal, like, metal, metal. Willow. And then metal. And then 11 is steel. Ah, oh, crap. 11 is steel. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> iron. There's iron in steel. Steel. Uh, iron is part of steel. No, I can't go, I can't go backwards. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, there is like iron a, in steel, but... Get like a stainless steel knife set? You could... Uh, there's probably some corny puns in there about like stealing something. Mm. I don't know. Puns can be very hit and miss. Yep. And again, she listens to the show. Granted, that's still like five years out. Well, then it seems Kate sounds on. Let me turn that off. <laughs>
Right. So, yes, it's our anniversary weekend, and I'm going to spend it doing the podcast, and I'm going to go get some pizza, and then Ooh. we're going to do the book club tonight. So, Pizza? Are you pizza. going to Urbelli's? No, we, okay. we always go to Little Caesars and get pizza and crazy bread for um, book club. Book club. I see. I had pizza last night. In fact, that was my breakfast this morning were the leftovers of the pizza. You know what I had last week? Huh? That bacon wrapped deep dish pizza from Little Caesars. They did what? They do a they do a deep dish pizza with pepperoni and bacon bits on top, but then they also wrap the crust in bacon. That sounds terrible. It was extremely greasy. Yeah. But it was also extremely delicious because there was, oh my God, so much bacon. But like the bacon feels like it would be overpowering at that point. Well, it's a deep dish pizza, so you have a lot of you have a lot of dough to try and cut down on the the, the bacon. If it was like a thin crust and it was just bacon, 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 then like, that that's would be just a lot not of the bacon. point of pizza. No, it, it, would I get it rather than getting you know a regular pizza? No, but was it? Was it bad? No. It's one of those things where you just always saw the commercial, but you're like, 12 bucks for this thing. It's like, I, I don't want to get it myself because it's a lot of pizza and a lot of bacon. Yeah. So a bunch of us at work went together and got it and each had a couple of slices of it. So Okay. Then it was better. All right. So we got our food talk out of the way. Yeah. I was just thinking that like, hmm, candy, bacon, food. Yep. Check. <laughs> it's, it's worse than Game of Thrones, right? I don't know. I've never actually seen Game of Thrones. Or read? Or read read? Game of Thrones. You haven't read Game of Thrones? Nope. I see. It is on my list of things to read, but right now I'm trying to get through all of my magazines. So, unless it's a book club book or my Kindle free book of the month, I um, am reading magazines instead. Okay. Because magazines, if if I can catch up and actually, you know, like be on top of it, then I could, you know, just read the magazine when it shows up and then, you know... Read other things. Yeah, I, I have nothing to add to that. I well, literally are you have nothing. At all, Dave. Uh, I just finished rereading a book, and I'm reading a lot of technical documentation. Oh, technical documentation. Yeah, that's taking up most of my reading time. I'm also gardening a lot more. That's taking up a lot of time that could be spent reading. I actually just got the plants outside uh, last week, which is good because we had a nice dose of rain past yeah. couple of days. Oh, it's it's raining right now, actually, if I look outside. But we, I, I have these had these four bushes in my front yard that had been there for like twenty some years, and so the root system was really deep and really complex and really kind of like growing over itself. And we took them out last weekend. Ooh. That must have been fun. It was, uh, uh fun is, is not quite the word I'm looking for. Hard work. It was very hard work, but we did do it. It is done. So you're going to put like a flower bed in their spot or what? Already did. Bunch of annuals in my front yard. Nice. Yep. And then some blueberries on the side and some raspberries in the back. Just totally redoing the yard. So you decided not to go for a perennial, but you went for annuals? Uh, for Just for the front for now until we're sure what we want there. Okay. There are advantages to annuals. Because if you don't like it, oh, one year and it's done. So One year and it's done. They flower for the entire summer. Mm-hmm. They grow very quickly. So they fill in a lot of space. Very true. Whereas perennials flower for like two weeks and that's it. Well, if you ever want to get tulips... Yeah. Holland, it turns out that Holland has the Tulip Festival in Holland, Michigan. Yes. So they have like a week of Tulip Festival. Side note, if you ever go to Holland, try and avoid Tulip Festival because that's when everybody goes to Holland. Michigan. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, but it turns out that this week, you know, which was like a week or two after Tulip Festival, after, you know, after all the tulips are done there, all the bulbs are still in the ground, though. Yeah. So people actually go and they, when the tulip time is going on there, they take pictures of all the flowers and mark where they were on a map. And then a couple of weeks later, the Tulip Festival people actually like give you a bag for like five dollars. And then whatever tulip bulbs you can fit in the bag, you get to keep. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty impressive. So people go and look at like the most pretty flowers they can find, mark them down. Then when tulip time is done, because that, that's the thing with tulip time, it's like, well, they don't want to have all the tulips still in the ground for next year, because then it's just sooner or later, you're just going to have tulips everywhere. So they help people help themselves to digging up all the uh, tulips. Tulips. Unfortunately, uh, that's a little far away. Yeah. Right. I, I can't quite get out there. Yeah. So it doesn't do me a whole lot of good. I thought it was just a fun little bit of surprise information. It is a fun bit of trivia. That is definitely true. Oh, I haven't done my trivia crack for today either. I gotta do that. No, you don't. I don't have to, but I want right. to. Right, there you go. Yeah. Just, you know you've got a good group of people. When you get 11 questions correct in 40 seconds, and you still don't get first place. Ouch. Yeah, it, it's cutthroat is what it is. I'm glad I, I kind of stayed out of that. <laughs> It's like you you got to know the questions, and if you don't, you still got to be quick about it because, damn. So should we actually talk about topics? Probably. Probably, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of summer, Steam Summer Sale. Oh, God. It's coming. No, it's not summer yet. June 11th. Oh, God, that's like, that's a week and a half away. Crap. Yep. And a lot of the games on my wish list are like two years old now, so they should be on pretty steep sale. So we're June 11th through June 20th, and then on the 21st and the 22nd, two days of Encore sales where the best sales from before are offered again. So they're normal, typical thing. Yes. So here's a question. Evolve is on my wish list. It is currently 40% off. Do you think it's going to beat that in the sale? I don't know. It it could. It'll probably be at least the same. Yeah. That's so tempting to pick that up, but that's a game to play with your friends, and none of my friends own it. Okay, so you've got 11 days to prune your wish list. Yes. And add things to your wish list, and get things ready, because the Steam sale is coming. God damn it. I got through the last one pretty okay. Yeah, no, I only got a couple of things in the last one. Have you played them? Uh, Let me look at my Steam wish list. (laughs) Uh, Can I sort by date purchased? Probably not. Does not look like it. There's a couple of them I have played since I got them. Can sort by last played. Let's see, out of my 271 games, I've got 82 of them installed. When did I get Evil Genius? I don't know. When did you get that? Uh, looks like it must have been with a Christmas sale. It was December 27th, 2014. Hmm. Wow, there's actually currently something in my cart right now. What the heck? Oh, I'm going to remove that. Anyway, yeah, we should so, probably yeah. come back. Steam sale. Steam sale. Okay, so that's happening. Yes. There's there's no avoiding it. Nope. It's just going to be there. Deal with it. Uh, any other direct gaming things while we're talking about that? I know that, um, oh, what was I going to say? Twitch. Twitch has banned adult-only games. How many games out there that are adult only? Not many. It's kind of a, a like death sentence for a major publisher if their game is getting adult only. Now let's look at the most recently released game. 
Manhunt 2, Playboy the Mansion. That was 2006, 2009, 2014. Hatred, 2015, got no. Hatred is, is the one that's coming out tomorrow, ah. which is why uh, Twitch is doing this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I understand why they're banning adult-only games, but... So what do you know about Hatred? Ultra-violent, if what I remember correctly. Not just ultra-violent. It's like genocidal. The point is to kill as many human beings as possible in as gruesome and violent a way as possible. Oh my. It's it's not good. You remember the the Jack Thompson quote like yep. murder simulators? Yep. Hatred actually is a murder simulator. Oh great. The the trailer, the quote from the trailer, the announcement trailer. My name is not important. What is important is what I'm going to do. I just fucking hate this world and the human worms festering on its carcass. My whole life is just cold, bitter hatred, and I always wanted to die violently. This is the time of vengeance and no life is worth saving. It goes on. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's why Twitch is a ban- is currently banning adult-only games. Which that makes it, that's understandable. It's saying, nope, 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 nope. Now keep in mind, Twitch by itself might not have done that like a year and a half ago. But Twitch is not just Twitch anymore. No, it's Amazon. Twitch is owned by Amazon. And so Amazon is really going in and saying, nope, 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 nope. But so that's a thing now. I want to know how they're going to enforce that. That's an excellent question. Like, are they, are they depending on people to report it? Are they going to be flipping through everyone's streams looking for this game? Yeah, how do you... Hmm. I mean, they can enforce it for the, the big streamers because yeah. people would report it. But, like, if I went on and just started streaming it and no one was watching and I didn't advertise it, they can't really stop that. Then again, if no one is watching, tree falls in the woods, right? Yeah. Well, it was just like the... Um that big boxing match where it's like, yes, it, you're not allowed to stream, you know, the Mayweather content. or whatever. Yeah, it, it was against the things to, uh, rules to stream that. But there was just hundreds of those streams online everywhere. Did you watch it? No. And from what I've heard, it was a very boring technical fight. Yeah, I, I, I just don't really understand watching boxing. I feel like boxing is going to be usurped with uh, UFC. Probably. But yeah. Twitch has now banned adult-only games. There is a, a discussion that that brings up about censorship. Which is? Well, I mean, Twitch is effectively censoring the streamers. Anyone who wants to to do that, they can't. Does this mean that... Well, okay. This is, this is what I can see similarly. All right, this is my, this is my comparison. Yeah. Broadcast television. So you're talking your big over-the-air broadcasters, your ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CW. Yeah. Right? They are using the public airwaves to distribute their content. Okay. And because they use the public airwaves, they have to abide by certain public rules. So the, the decency stuff there where you're not allowed to do certain things during uh, before primetime hours you're not allowed to do certain commercials during saturday morning programming that sort of stuff okay the cable companies are not broadcasting over the public airwaves so you have your tbs 
your ESPN, your CNN, your all the, the cable-only companies. So the only way that they are distributed is through a cable into your house. They are not broadcast over the public airwaves. But they still unofficially abide by the over-the-air broadcast rules, even though they don't have to. Because there's things, you know, like HBO and Game of Thrones. That does not... (laughs) That would not be able to be aired over the air. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's something like this, where it's like, yes, they don't have to, but still the -the over-the-air broadcasts are still kind of setting the unofficial rules about what is allowed on television. And there go what is allowed on video content. I can see it. And I can also see the argument of, yes, Twitch is banning it. That doesn't mean you can't still stream it somewhere, right? There are other sites and you can always potentially create your own. If, that's if you have you an really IP address and a web camera, you can stream things. Yep. But there is the question, though, where does it end? What if Twitch all of a sudden decides, you know what? Anything beyond, like, T for teen, we're not going to let it happen. We're not going to show it. Is that just their prerogative? I do believe the free market would actually say yes. They are the ones who are in control. If the people who stream on Twitch do not like the rules, as you can said, as you said, there are other streaming websites out there. If the people who, if Twitch says, okay, we're not going to stream anything over T, and if you're upset with that, oh darn, people are going to leave Twitch and go to Ustream. They're going to go to some other tool. What, Justin.tv? Or did they Uh, get bought by somebody? That is Twitch. Oh, shows how long I've paid attention. (laughs) Twitch was originally Justin TV, to my knowledge. I don't know. Goodbye from Justin. Yep, yep, yep. No longer. All right. So if if Twitch does decide to make this worse, I feel like they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. I I agree that, yes, they shouldn't be uh, allowed to stream adult-only content because then you start getting into well adult content so i mm, okay this this is an argument that will not end here at all it will no and it shouldn't i mean it's something that should be talked about again and again this is not the first nor the last time this conversation has come up correct yeah so speaking of uh cable and video stuff there yeah Remember how we talked about that, hey, the the Comcast-Time Warner Cable um, merger is done? Yeah. And we said, well, you know, Charter was looking at buying Time Warner Cable, and Comcast kind of just, you know, set the price. Yeah. Well, it's been officially announced that Charter wants to buy Time Warner Cable. Again. For $55.1 billion in a stock Uh, buy. That is a uh, lot of money. Along with some cash as well. That is a lot of money. Yep. So this is is really interesting, though, that it's Charter wanting to buy Time Warner. Yes. Because Charter is the number four in size. Yes. Time Warner is the number two in size. But Charter is the one who's got the money to do this. Right. So it still has to get past the federal government. Yeah, it's, it's, it has to do all the stuff that Comcast, Comcast just, did. just tried to just do. Just tried to do, yeah. So what do we think? Is it going to go through? This is... Okay, so the, the major problem with the Comcast Time Warner was it was number one and number two combining together. Right. So you were literally the, the biggest... 
guy was going to get bigger. That was the major problem, especially that. And also uh, Comcast owns NBC. So you've got the whole combination of producers and distributors and the whole uh, vertical monopoly getting into effect here. Yes. This one is a number two and a number four combining. And both of these are only distributors. They are not producers. Okay. So I think combined, these two of them together will have 17 million, or sorry, 23 million uh, customers. So I do believe that is actually still less than Comcast. And they will have 20% of the broadband market. Now before, Comcast was actually going to have to drop people from Time Warner in order to even get close to, I think, like below 30% or something like that. What was that cut off from? It was a... an FCC rule stating that the monopolistic sort of rules would be in effect if you had over X percentage. And so Comcast was going to kind of drop their subscribers if they got merged with Time Warner in order to try and keep themselves below that unofficial threshold. Okay. So this one's not going to hit any of those unofficial threshold numbers. It's not going to make a ginormous, almost monopolistic company. So it's not as bad. No, it's not as bad. Granted, This comes to the same argument of, well, we're not getting any more choices. Yep. Charger's not as bad as Comcast, but still, most of the telecommunication companies are not known for their um, Customer service and quality. (laughs) Or anything else good. Charter's also put a caveat in this, which is um, if this one actually falls through, Charter will actually pay Time Warner Cable $2 billion if if it falls through. Wow. So Charter is actually putting some money behind saying, yeah, this is going to work. Is that like, is that the dowry? I mean, why would you do that as a company? Well, to get Time, because Time Warner just got burned by this. Right. They they did the they had to spend all the time and effort to get all the the merger stuff set up for Comcast and then they that fell through. So now Charter's are like, "Hey, you want to merge with us?" So so for Time Warner it's a win-win. Yeah. Time Warner well, shareholders the, uh, will get $195 a share and if this doesn't go through, they'll get 2 billion the company will get 2 billion dollars that they can use yep. as they see fit. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a win-win for Time Warner. The market seems to think it'll go through. Both companies yeah. stocks jumped when the announcement was made, which as I said, this was going to happen, so. Yeah. Well, because Charter went to them first, right? Yeah. Charter went to them first, then Comcast kind of superseded them. Comcast outbid them. Yeah, and then uh, that fell through, and then Charter went back, hey, remember that deal we, we were working on before all the craziness? Let's do that again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be in the works. That's a thing. Yep. I know uh, how happy we are about that. It, like I said, it's not as bad as a Comcast Time Warner merger, but still bad. bad. Uh, okay, what else we got? Google I.O. 2015 was this last week. Really? Yes, really. Lots of little Android announcements. Okay. Including, of course, the announcement of the next version of Android. And they didn't give us Lollipops the name. M, so is this yep. Meringue? Well, currently it's just Android M. The ah. dessert theme has not been announced. Uh, my money is on Milkshake. My Milkshake brings all the... <laughs> Milkshake brings all the phones to the yard. Yep. Laura would like marzipan. Macaroon. Ooh, macaroon. Except you hate macaroons. That, 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 what, that's like a thing now is the macaroons. I don't know where they came from, but all of a sudden it was like, ooh, macaroons. I'm like, what are these? 
You, They're have cookies. You had, have you had a macaroon? Yes, I actually have had many macaroons. You like macaroons? It's like a, a, a tastier Oreo. Andy, I don't know if what you've been eating is actually a macaroon. It's like the two cookies with like the, the filling in the middle, right? That is not a macaroon. No? No. What have I been eating then that people have told me have been macaroons? Those sound more like whoopie pies. Why are these called macaroons? What the hell is this? That is not a macaroon. Yeah, what are you? <laughs> what have you been eating? Because I'm looking at these pictures, and yes, these are macaroons that I ate. Uh, the macaroons that I know of are, if you look at the images a little further down, the coconut macaroons. This is why I was so confused. Like, an essential ingredient of something being a macaroon is coconut. Ah, here's a good description. So the macaron, M-A-C-A-R-O-N, is the little French pastry. It's almond. It's two cookies with filling. Oh. A macaroon with two O's is the coconut thing. Ah, well, then I was going with the French pastry and not the uh, double O. Yes. And Google is just lying and misleading because those things in the images are macarons, which may be pronounced macaroon. I don't know. Ah, yes. French. Okay. So the pop sugar website of macaroons with macarons. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. No, these bottom ones look like, oh, that would taste horrible. These top ones were delicious. Right. Like that's, that's what was so confusing to me. Like, why are you eating these? You hate <laughs> coconut. That said, macaroons are like the only coconut thing I'll actually eat. Ah. So what's up with Android M? What's the new... Uh, it's supposed to be focused a lot more on polish. So instead of going in and kind of revamping a lot of the core structure again, this one is more, let's make the things that, that work, work really well. Uh, so they're kind of expanding on the... Because with L, L was all about the new interface. Yeah, so, so this is cleaning up the interface, making a few little tweaks here and there, but mostly just polishing it up. Ooh, auto uh, backup for apps. I like that. Yep, auto backup for apps. Your SD card will actually act like an SD card again. Oh! <gasps> You know, until I get the new S6, which doesn't have an SD card. Oh. Thank you very... Oh, I'm not going to get the new S6. Yeah, why would you get the S6? The the G4 is available. Well, my S5 is perfectly capable of doing what it's doing right now. Okay. Um, There was a lot of stuff about the new fingerprint ID. Like, we're talking along the lines of Apple's fingerprint ID? Yeah, same same idea. You know, like, Samsung has that on the S5. Five and six, right? Uh, I do believe so, yes. Where you can unlock your phone with your fingerprint. Well, Google is building that into the core of the OS so that not only would you be able to unlock your phone, but you could do other things with your fingerprint, like make payments, log into apps, authorize things, that it ties it to your identity. Hmm. It would be tied into open authentication. Yay! Well, that's good. Yep. So probably going to see a lot of fingerprint scanners showing up on phones. Now, the question, though, is, is this going to be as easily hackable as the Apple one was? Probably. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm not going to turn that on. Yep. I mean, it's it's a fingerprint scanner on your phone. How hackable is it? The answer is probably a lot. Yeah. But it's still kind of cool. Yeah. No, it's... It would be... I feel like I don't have to, with my with my watch, being able to unlock my phone, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't need to have this fingerprint scanner thing here because I have the watch. But oh, if yeah, I didn't I sh- have the watch, the fingerprint scanner would be nice rather than is, having to is do that. Is that a, a, well, do I want that? I don't know if I want to do that. 
Yeah, I don't think I'd want my phone, my watch to unlock my phone. Well, A, you don't have to do your own little, like, security thing every time you're there. But if your phone and your watch get separated, then it actually locks itself. Right, but, I mean, is there a way to unlock it without the watch then? Yeah, it's just like your normal unlock. Oh. Okay, I could do that, I suppose. You do not have to have the watch to unlock the phone. That would be a little ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so those are the, the high-level things for Android M. I'm trying to remember if there was anything else big and shiny and new. Final release is quarter three of 2015. Oh, yeah, that was also new from Google I.O. Totally forgot about this one. Google Photos. Google Photos? Google Photos. So is that going to take over the gallery then? Mm, sort of. Go to photos.google.com. Okay. These are all my photos, aren't they? Well, do you tell me, Andy. Are these your photos? These are my photos. Yeah. So this is this is actually replacing something. It is replacing, uh, I, what is it? Google Plus Photo. <laughs> There's a lot of photos in here that... <laughs> I don't need. There's a lot of these things here from work. And also photos from 2011. Wow. It'll it'll have a lot of photos if you go back a long, long way. Well, no, I've only got photos back till 2011. That's it. Okay. God, there's a lot of photos of beer in here. Why do you have photos of beer? Because um, Bell's Brewery did a, the series about the planets. Ah, well, so, so here you want to see something really cool? Yeah. Go up to the very top. Okay. There's a search bar. Okay. Type in beer. It's shown me two of the photos. Did you tag those photos? No. There you go. How did it know it was beer then? It's doing image recognition. Wow. And it's found Kate, so that's surprising. Yep. It found Kate, but it doesn't know who she is. It just knows that she's in all those photos. Yes. Oh, my pasta salad. I'll <laughs> go for that right now. So yeah, that's uh, that's the new photos.google.com. Hmm. It's actually really impressive, finally. All right, what else we got? Uh, what else do we got? Uh, there's some more Google news. More Google news? Yes. Android Pay also came out of Google I.O. So is it going to be like Apple Pay and use NFC or what? Yep. Okay. I mean, really, it's more like Google Wallet, but still using NFC. It's what Google Wallet does. Uh, but you won't have to open the phone and unlock it and enter your password every time. You'll just tap it and it works. Okay. Uh, both a blessing and a curse. Yep. But it can also do some kind of cool other stuff. So the demo that they had at uh, at the Google I.O. conference was there was a Coke machine and you could use the, the Android Pay. But when you tapped it, your phone would say, oh, this is a Coke machine. You have a Coke rewards card or whatever, point rewards account. Do you want to just use that to buy your Coke? Huh. Well, that would be neat. Automatically tie the, the reward stuff into the card. Yep. So your phone would just handle all of it. Hmm. How many rewards points do you have, Andy? For Coke? Not actually that much because I forgot to keep adding more points and so I lost them all. Oh, no. Yeah, I had like a couple of, like, I'd say a good 3,000 Coke points, which could get you mostly, like, anything. You lose points if you don't keep using it? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, forgot about that. It's one of those things where they sent me an email and it just got lost in all my emails, and then suddenly, poof, no more points. And I'm like, well, son of a monkey. Lame. Yeah. They're also getting away from the actual rewards, and then instead of the the points, will just get you uh, entries into sweepstakes. Also lame. Yeah. God damn it, Coke. Quit ruining things. 
Oh, on a completely side note, pop. I just had Mountain Dew Solar Flare. What? Yeah, there's another Mountain Dew flavor out there. This one's specific to 7-Elevens. What, what is Solar Flare? Uh, it's like a Mountain Dew Tropical Punch. Thing. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. How was it? Okay. Solar Flare. Yeah. I was filling up on gas and I glanced over and I'm like, Mountain Dew Solar Flare. And I'm like, well, that's new. Oh, yeah. I was going to grab something to drink. Might as well try it out. Compared to Baja Blast? Oh, Baja Blast. That's 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 no comparison. Okay. Just just checking. Solar Flare. Someone pointed out something that I'd I'd totally miss, which is Sierra Mist, right? Mountain Dew. Is Mountain Dew? Yep. Totally never made that connection. They taste very different. Yes, yes they do. One is drinkable. Yes. Yes it is. The other one is not. Yep. And Andy and I have absolute opposite opinions on this. Okay, what else we got? Well, what I was going to go for was the, uh, remember how we talked about Google did their whole diversity thing? Yeah. And they said, hey, look at this. Our tech workforce is 83% male. Yeah. Well, Google's director of diversity sat down for a little short Q&A, and she said um, that back in the 1980s, when computer science was big, 38% of the computer science students were women. Okay. 38% were people who got computer science degrees were women. Now it's only 18%. So they asked, she was asked, well, what do you think was the drop in women studying computer science? And she said, we commissioned original research that revealed it's primarily parents' encouragement and perception and access. Parents don't see their young girls as wanting to pursue computer science and don't steer them in that direction. There's this perception that coding and computer science is a bro gamer culture for boys, for games, for competition. There hasn't been enough emphasis on the power of computing has in achieving social impact. That's what girls are interested in. That's They want to do things that matter. So the director of diversity said the real reason that it's been such a sausage fest is parents. So keep that in mind, those of you having children, particularly daughters. Encourage them to uh, explore and play. Yes. Or you could try and get them into Elon Musk's new private school. Elon Musk has a private school. Yes. Currently has 14 students. That's how exclusive it is. It's not a lot of people. Yep, the small school only has 14 students. Are, it's, expect, it's expected next year to have 20. Are the classes taught by Elon Musk? I'm not sure. He also wants to eliminate grades. And by grades, he means like letter grades and also like kindergarten, first, second, right. third, fourth. Yeah, that's that's not actually a new thing. No. Eliminating grades for like what grade are you in? Uh, there's a lot of schools that do it based on achievement now. So you could be in fifth grade and be in the same math class as a second grader because that's just how you do it. I don't know how I feel about this. And let me put that in with a, as a caveat of I was a student that was held back a year mm-hmm. because of my physical size. Okay. Not because of my mental abilities, because I was in most of the advanced math classes going all the way up to high school. Yep. But just because you were so much smaller than yes. everyone else around you. Yes. It was, I feel like you, you have to be surrounded by your peers. And having a second grader and a fifth grader in the same class? Well, it's not just the two of them. I know, but still, it's... It's like, you know, when you went out to play recess, you were out there with kids of all grades. Yes, that is true. And, you know, just because you're a fifth grader in a class... Let's take another example. 
you have a third grader who's doing stuff with the second graders. Okay. Right? Well, yep. except that the next class might be that third grader with a bunch of fifth graders. Right? It's based on aptitude. It's you saying, I'm really good at this subject, so I want to keep pushing and learn faster, versus I'm not doing so well in this subject. I need a little more time. I need to review it again. Okay, so it's it's more along the lines of what high school is like, where you have you have different people of different grades. Like there were freshmen to seniors in my trig class mm-hmm. because everybody was in that same level. All right, right, okay, I can I can see that. The thing is, you just don't call them freshmen, sophomores, juniors, or seniors because there is no yeah, there's no track for that anymore. So it's it's a it's an interesting idea that a lot of schools are actually having some success with. But I thought the the studies were proving that the whole private public sort of stuff there wasn't really that much different. Yes, but that doesn't mean that alternate models are are also. You shouldn't lump alternate model with private versus public. Okay, those are two separate things. So you'd have to compare the alternate model to the public system, which is going to be a hard thing to compare because. Well, I mean, some of the alternate models are public schools. Did I just break you? A little bit, but okay. no, I think I'm... Moving on, I found a topic, or I think Andy found it, one of us found this topic, and I laughed at it when I saw it. All right. Uh, yeah, Andy found it. E3 will admit thousands of fans this year. Yes. That E3 is opening to the public by invitation only. Which means there is no difference from years past. So the the idea is that the E3 is going to allow 4,000 to 5,000 public attendees. Yes, but only if they are invited by one of the companies participating. Yes, the, the company is going to get X number of public badges to give out based on the size of their booth. Which so, is no different than how it has been. Because the, the company would get X number of normal like attendee badges, like the regular employee badges, based off of the size of their booth. This is how I got into E3. <laughs> Was through a company saying, hey, do you guys have any extra badges? Like, yeah, here. Now, granted, I had to go as, uh, like, Dan and Bri went as Tyrone. (laughs) But they're not checking your ID. They're looking to see if you have the badge. I need to call Bri Tyrone now for... Go for it. All right. I think he was Tyrone Jones. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, what up, TJ? Yep. So they're kind of just taking the the under the table sort of thing and now just setting it on the table. And just saying you can you can do this. Okay. I mean, they're probably charging more for it. Probably. Because that's what they do. But yeah, it's, it's nothing actually new and nothing different. But it's coming up. E3 is around the corner. Yes. Yes, it is. Because it's almost June. Holy crap, it's almost June. Two days. Well, actually, when this episode goes live. It will already be June. It will be June. Now, the other question we always have with E3 is the fact, is E3 dying? Is E3 Uh, dying when you have things like PAX, if you have things like BlizzCon, if you have the company-specific shows where it's like, okay, EA is going to do their own little show of all just EA products. Blizzard's going to do their own show of all Blizzard products. Yeah. Well, they gave the exhibitor numbers and the funding numbers in this article. Oh, I did not scroll down that far. Really? (laughs) Well, I got through the main gist of the yep. the article. So they they have, of, they have attendance numbers, exhibitor numbers, and fun, uh, funding numbers. 
And I mean, it's, you know, it's not great. They certainly lost a shit ton of money in 2007, 2008 when they held it in the hangar. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was that was, was the dumbest stupid. idea ever. It was so stupid. Oh, my God. Someone probably got fired. Well, they, they, as you saw, 2005, 2006, it was, you know, that was still in the LA Convention Center where it was nuts. Yep. And then kind of just the bubble burst and they're like, all right, well, we'll just do it in the hangar. We'll make, we'll go back to our roots. And then no. No, that did not work. Yeah. Uh, But it's been holding pretty steady. It's got a slight growth since 2009 when they were recovering. It's up to almost 50,000 people, 200 exhibitors. They're still making a bucket of money off of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. I, I don't think it's going anywhere. No. It's not going to disappear. They're still making way too much money off of it. Yes. Yes, they are. So we talked about Charter and Time Warner. Yes. There's another acquisition that I'm even less comfortable with. Okay. Think Geek. When you think of Think Geek, what do you think of? I think of nerdy stuff. I think of the geeky t-shirts. I think of being able to go and get a Tony Stark button-down shirt. Where it's got the little the, Stark the logo arc reactor. Yeah. I think of the, the geeky things, like the, the um, Tauntaun sleeping bag. When you think of Hot Topic, what oh, do you God. think of? Um, I think of goth. I think of brats. B-R-A-T-Z. Alright. So, I mean, realistically Hot Topic hasn't been goth in 15 years. Yes, but that's when you say hot topic, I think of goth and I think of brats. So when I think of hot topic, I think of uh, mass marketing and taking advantage, right? Like hopping on trends. I'm, I am currently going to the Hot Topic website to see, oh my gosh, what the hell is this? Why are you on a Hot Topic website? Because I'm curious to see what Hot Topic is currently selling. What are they selling? They've got anime stuff here. They've got Star Wars. They've got Batman, Harry Potter. Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) It's a different story, Andy. It's a different story than what you you are used to. But you'll notice that some of it does look a little familiar. Yes, yes, it does. And that's because, well, they they were kind of converging. And Hot Topic realized they were converging enough that they just went and bought ThinkGeek. Okay. Yeah. Granted, there's a funny shirt here that says, always be yourself, unless you can be Loki. Then be Loki. That's, don't that's, fall into the trap. I know, this is... Oh, don't fall man. into the trap, don't do it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Hot Topic, I, as I said, I, I think of it as like mass market consumerism and, and like, um, not trendy, but trendy. What I hope out of this is the fact that, yes, Hot Topic and Think Geek are able to combine basically the licensing agreements that they have. So that, yes, there could be more Doctor Who stuff on Think Geek, or there could be more Think Geek sort of stuff at Hot Topic. That I, mean, I could see they, that. that. They already share most of the same... So it could give them a greater edge to get more licensed stuff compared to the two of them. But then I also hope Hot Topic does what Amazon did with Woot and just said, you guys are doing good. Just oh, keep don't, doing what you're doing. Don't, don't kid yourself. Amazon is not nearly that hands-off on Woot. No, they're not, but still. How many Woots are there now? God, I don't even know anymore. I remember when there was just two. Woot, home, electronics, computer, tools and gardens, sport, accessories, kids, shirt, wine, sellout, side deals, as well as all of the extra stuff at the bottom of the page. Don't kid yourself. It's not just Woot anymore. 
It's not your father's wood anymore. It's not even your wood anymore. Nope. That said, the uh, shirt today is pretty good. Oh, damn. I could have gotten a 24-pit port metallic gigabit Ethernet switched. Oh, did you need one? Well, we're currently actually got a little eight port switch plugged into our other switch because we didn't have enough Ethernet ports. Okay. In any case. God, there's so many freaking Woots now. Yeah, like you could spend most of the day just looking through Woot now. Yeah. Like that's your day, just looking at Woot. Oh, look, they have a Woot app now for um, iPhone. Of course they do. First party app? Yes. Of course they do. All right. So let's get off of Woot. Come on. Okay, side note, that shirt is actually adorable. Isn't that so cute? Yeah. Come on, off of Woot. All right, I'm off of Woot. What else do we got? We've hit most of my topics. Um, Amazon expands same-day delivery. Uh, We hit almost all of my topics. Yeah, Amazon added it to two more cities, bringing up the total of 14 uh, in San Diego and the Tampa Bay area. Which makes no difference to me because... If you yeah. place your order before noon and you pay for shipping, you can get it same-day delivery mm. on certain items. Um, FIFA 16 is actually going to have female soccer teams in it for cool. the first time. Are they going to have the ability to arrest FIFA executives? Because <laughs> that would make it more realistic. Oh. I remember I was at Holland when the news broke. Michigan. Yeah, Holland, Michigan, when the news broke. And the the news guy in Holland is a soccer guy. And I just walk in there, I'm like, FIFA executives are getting arrested. Who didn't see that one coming? The FIFA executives? (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like, FIFA's corrupt. Yes, everybody knows, yet nobody was able to prove it. Well, finally somebody proved it. It's like the International Olympic Committee. Everybody knows they're corrupted. It's just nobody's got the ability to do something. Yep. So kind of other fallout of that, Visa of all companies, right? You think of FIFA sponsors, you like Coke, McDonald's, et cetera. Yeah. Visa has actually stepped up and said like, you know what? No, you guys actually got to clean shit up or else we're pulling our sponsorship. Oh, good. No, it's really sad. That was the fact that they still will not pull out of uh, Qatar. Qatar. Yes. You mean with the like hundreds of deaths and forced labor? I thought it was into the thousands. Is it into the thousands already? Or at least I think it's over a thousand deaths now. Oh, God. Death, forced labor, basically slavery and indentured servitude. Yeah. Like, that is terrible. Yep. But yes, the, the video game will have women's teams now. 16 or 12 women's national teams. Okay. Which I've, I've, I applaud. It took them long enough. I wonder what that deal is like with EA. Because it is an EA game, right? Yes, you are correct. Does FIFA make money on everyone sold, or did they just make money on the rights and then that's it? That would be a question for somebody who actually knows what the contract is. Right. Like, that that's a question that EA and FIFA would have to answer, but yeah. they're not going to. No. But on the one hand, I'd feel okay actually picking up this game. If, you know, I was a soccer fan. On the other hand, if if FIFA gets, like, a percentage, even if it's a dollar from every game, no, I'm, I'm not, I don't want it. I don't want to give FIFA my money. Uh, what else we got going on here? Um, oh, yeah. The last thing I want to hit is ObamaNet. What? Okay. So there was, you heard of the Obama phone, right? Or no? 
No. Okay. The Obama phone, which actually, you know, was started during the Reagan administration, um, gave discounts to low-income households so they can have phone service. So they, they currently pay carriers to reduce the cost of phone service by nine twenty-five a month to low-income families so they can have a phone. Okay. And, you know, when this got switched to cell phones, everybody called it the Obama phone plan, even though, like I said, this was it started was, during... It was the, a Reagan thing. It was a Reagan thing. Yeah. So Tom Wheeler and the FCC, uh, they'll vote on this on the June 18th meeting, but they want to expand the Obama phone plan to include we internet. we call it Obama phone? Yeah, they, they, everybody calls it the Obama phone plan now. But Oh, God. Giving this president far too much credit for things that Ronald Reagan did. <laughs> yeah, this was... A- well, it's one of those things where it's, even if people are using it as, like, an insult, it's like, um, Reagan started this. So like, anyway... Could, yeah, so the anyway is the FCC wants to um, approve regulations to expand it to not include just cell phones, but also include internet access, i.e. what Comcast would, was required to do during the Comcast-NBC merger. That they only sort of did. They only sort of did, but then they also kept on only sort of doing it for a bit. Right. So... <laughs> So this would require all the companies to do it. Yes. Cool. Man, I remember when when Tom Wheeler was elected to the FCC board as chairman of FCC and you and I were like, holy shit, this is terrible. It's like we I think one of us did the whole thing of a fox in the hen house. Yeah. Like, like you're taking you're taking a cable industry lobbyist and giving him control of the cable industry. Yeah, giving him control of the FCC. It's it it was a fox in the hen house is what most people thought. He's done a really good job. I like a lot of the initiatives he's done. He's I mean he led the ooh, hello something just fell. He led the charge to to kind of get network neutrality going and to make sure that the FCC stays open and that the internet stays open. He's done very well. Yes. And mind you, this program is actually uh, used by 12 million people. So this is a big program. And being able to expand this out to internet access, because we, we know there is a digital divide between poor people in the United States and the rest of us. It's Yes. So it, I, this is an interesting thing for that they're going to do. So we'll see how it, it, most likely, because, you know, it's a 3-2 Democratic split, this is going to get approved if Tom Wheeler... It's the one putting it out there. Sounds right. All right. Anything else? No, that was uh, all the stuff that I wanted. Is that to it? Do. All right. I think that's everything for me. Talk about that, 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 that. Oh, oh gotta, HBO gotta, Now. What? HBO Now, the other piece that came out of the Google I.O. Oh, uh, HBO so, Now is coming to Google? Yeah, coming to Android. Nice. So even without a cable subscription, you will be able to subscribe to HBO. And watch it on my Chromecast. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Hello, John Oliver. Ooh, hadn't even thought about that. Because, oh, you know, he always posts the thing on YouTube, but that's just his main segment. It's not the whole show. So it's like, I just want to know the whole show. I want to see everything. Yeah. At what point does it become more expensive to cut the cord? That all depends on what you are willing to put up with. And what are you... Yeah. I mean, currently I'm doing Netflix and Amazon Prime. I don't know if I'm going to add HBO Go or HBO Now, whichever it is. But it's a possibility. Yeah. All right. Moving on. You have a review, sir. Yes. Democracy 3. Now, wasn't Democracy a startup game? I don't know, actually. 
Let's see if they have a Wikipedia page. Democracy of Video Game. All right. Positech. No. So it wasn't Stardock. Okay. It's, I mean, it's still Positech. Yeah. So it's a UK okay. game. Wait, it's a UK game? Yeah. Okay. Founded in 1997 in the UK. Tell me about Democracy 3. Democracy 3 is the most recent version of the Democracy game. Yeah. Um, so you're, it, it, think of it like SimCity for the poli sci major. <laughs> Okay. And I'm just trying to think of how many people are like, and nope. <laughs> Checked out. Next. <laughs> they made a game called Red Shirt. Go on. So you are the, basically the president of a country. Okay. You get to, bick so the, you, you you get to pick start, the country. You already start as a president. Yes. You are okay. already the president of the country. So um, your idea, it's kind of like SimCity where there's not really like any like end goal of the game. It's kind of open-ended. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the idea is to, you know, pay off your national debt, you know, keep the budget balance, that stuff. Get reelected because, you know, if you don't get reelected, that's the end of the game. Okay. Um, so your idea is to try and do these things. They're like, well, there's also like political situations where I've got major homelessness in the country I'm currently running. Oops. So your, your goal is to try and get rid of homelessness. But you can only do that by introducing policies that affect other things. So I could do a housing subsidy policy, or I could do some sort of uh, disability policy, that sort of stuff there. So you, you can't directly affect things. You can only institute policies and adjust you know, taxes and grants and that sort of stuff there. And so your policies affect other things, which then affect the end goal of, you know, getting rid of homelessness. Right. And also so that, affect how much people like you. Yep. That, that you know, increasing the uh, capital gains tax has all the rich people kind of pissed off. Right. And, you know, if you piss off all the rich people, they decide to all leave and there goes a major <laughs> income of money. Oops. Yeah, I, I've started creating a socialist uh, democracy of where I'm currently at. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's teetering on an edge right now. We'll see how it goes. Nice. So, yeah, um, you don't have to worry about, like, the actual it's, – it's literally just circles and lines. It's, it's like flowcharts where you, you can glance at homelessness and see which ones are positively affecting homelessness and which things are negatively affecting homelessness. And you can kind of glance at the other ones and go, hey, what's affecting those? So it's a lot of – cause and effect flowchart sort of stuff. So it's it's interesting just to try out things. I was like, oh, well, I wonder what, you know, legalizing prostitution will do. <laughs> yeah. Which, you what, know, it what will was increase the your, your of legalizing prostitution. Um it will increase your GDP, but then also organized crime will go through the roof. Really? Yes. That's interesting cuz typically when you make it legal, it's not going to promote organized crime. Nope, in this case, organized crime just goes and skyrockets. Okay, well then. So yeah, so you've got all these things here balancing. You're trying to, you know, maybe, get real. Maybe you could just time. embrace the organized crime aspect. Like, just take it and run with it and be like, nope, I'm going to be a militaristic, socialistic state. Y- you can be, but will, will you get reelected? That's the uh, excellent question. Well, I mean, if, if you are a friend of organized crime, they can rig the election for you. <laughs> So yeah, so it's lots of flowcharts, lots of like cause and effect sort of stuff. It's just, 
if you, if you're interested in that sort of like SimCity controlling things, but not having to worry about you know where you're going to put a firehouse or are you going to zone this commercial or residential? Your city just grows itself. Your country grows itself automatically. Yeah, you don't need to worry about that. No, you're just instituting. Hey, I'm going to put a carbon tax implementation into here. Yeah, and that's going to uh, bring things up and down, and it's all going to cool. all the relationships are going to be affected on that one. So. Yep. I feel like Very this would cool. be a game for Hans, is what I'm thinking. If he still has time for games. True. So um, I picked it up really cheap because they had an election day sale on it. Ah, uh, ha, ha. So Cute. I got it for, um, I think, like five pounds. You actually paid pounds? Well, yes, because it's a UK game. And so it was pounds and then it got converted. Interesting. So is it worth the current price of it? Which is, um, let's see what the current price of it is. 25 bucks? No. <laughs> <laughs> But for ten bucks, well, I got it for seventy five percent off. So right, whatever. You got it for five pounds, is what you said. Yeah, five pounds is about twelve bucks. Well, if it's if it was seventy five percent off the twenty five, six twenty five. Okay, so five, is it, is it, Hang on, five Great Britain pounds to U.S. dollars. Am I gonna have to look up my actual? Is seven dollars and sixty-five cents? Okay, so is it is it worth the six seven bucks? It's not bad. It's interesting to see. This is also something that you know is just hey, let's every once in a while just do you know a couple of because each turn is a couple of months and you get you get political capital to spend on things there, so you can't you know institute these wild changes all of a sudden because you're only allowed to use so many political capital points per turn. And can also, things, things don't grow happen your right political away. Capital? Like, what? Can you do things to grow your political capital? Yes. Okay. It all depends on your um, the loyalty and the expertise of your cabinet that you have with you. Yeah. So, you, like, you have a foreign uh, military advisor sort of thing there. You have, like, your it's, – it's your, it's your political cabinet. So, really, it's, it's House of Cards, the game. I would say, yeah. Something along those lines, yes. Cool. Just without Kevin Spacey. Yeah. No, it's – it's dry. It's very dry. So there's there's not a lot of action going on there. And things don't happen really quickly. Like there's times where it's like, well, I've got this political capital. Should I do anything with it? And I'm like, no, everything's just, you know, trending in the right directions. It's just, it takes time. Implementing a national rail service does not change how many cards are on the road overnight. It takes a couple of turns to actually see the dip happen. So Yeah, cool. So yeah, Democracy 3. If you're kind of geeky like that keep in mind there's a steam sale in like a week yeah there's a steam sale coming up in a week so feel free to throw this on your uh your wish list, wish list because they just had a 75 percent off discount so it's not unheard of yep right so random topic random topic random topic what do you use to clean your ears earwax yes that's true isn't it that's earwax the, is there the to help the purpose of earwax is to clean your ear it migrates out on its own. You don't need to put anything in your ear. You're actually not supposed to put them in your ear. Right. They specifically say on the box, do not insert this into your... The Q-tip is just supposed to be cleaning around uh, your um, ear lobe. Yep, not the ear canal. No. You are not supposed to put things in your ear. You are not supposed to remove the wax that is in your ear. It is there to protect your ear. Now, let me tell you, being a percussionist, we always had earplugs while we were playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that was disgusting. The wax that would show up on the plug? Yes. Yeah, just wipe it off. That's 
Well, I got the the um, disposable earplugs. Oh, just threw them out? Yeah, just that big case, and you're like, oh my god, what the is this? Throw that one out. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I use a Q-tip, but you shouldn't. I don't really, I, the only time I even wear earbuds is when I'm running, because I don't want to run with these giant things over my ears, but any other time I wear over-the-ear stuff there, because I don't want to put anything in my ear. Yep, you're not supposed to. The only thing that goes in your ear is sound. But there's also, you know, dust and other particulates that go in there, which your earwax traps, what, and then... what the earwax is for. Yes. Do you ever have that where in the shower, like, your earwax warms up and then kind of dribbles out your ear? No, and I oh, think that... I need to go throw up. <laughs> that happens. That is one of the grossest things I've ever heard on this show in 400 episodes. <laughs> no! Ah! Andy! Yeah, no, the, the earwax... Warms no, up a stop, bit. No, stop, stop. Why are you continuing with that? Also, it happens with my nose as well, with my snot. We just lost, like, eight subscribers, and we only have 15 subscribers. We have more than 15. We have way more than 15, but still. I think we have, like, 40-something. Yep, well, now we lost a fifth of them. <laughs> Good job. I hope you're proud. It's so gross. Ah, all right, call it. Fine, that's a wrap. Ugh. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.